It's not getting it's not it, getting it. I'm an idiot. I I thought the wrong thing. I said the wrong thing. Oh yeah. Please. Please forgive me. But yeah. Ben, I'm gonna come back to something you just said. Mm -hmm. You said love. When you're in love with somebody, mm -hmm. I'll go back to that. Mm -hmm. What is love? What, Trust. Is, what is it? That's Trust. another Trust. podcast. Trust. Trust. Well, it is the, but I'll just tell you. I figured it out. Baby, long, don't hurt I figured me. it out a long time ago. <laughs> it's Trust. It's I'll Trust. tell you what true love is. When you push somebody out of the way so, and you get hit by the bus, then you love somebody. It, it, you really did. Yeah. So if you're willing to give up your life, then mm -hmm. i got to promise you, you're in love with them. Oh, yeah. Friend or woman. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Whether it's a, a romantic relationship or a friendship. Yeah, if you're, if you're willing to... If you're willing to step in mm -hmm. harm's way for that person, you you love them. Yep, that's yeah. true. Yeah, you do. There have been times where um, Carolyn's been, you know, away or doing something, and I would imagine in my head, what if somebody's hurting her right now? And I would think, what would I do? And the only thing that came to mind was I would go there and stop it regardless and hurt whoever I had to to or be hurt. You think that? Yeah. <laughs> Why would someone be hurting They may not, they probably aren't. They probably aren't. That's easy. But <laughs> if, if, uh, for instance, like I hadn't heard you in a minute and you're out doing something and I'm thinking what's going on and maybe some asshole is, you know, being an asshole, I need to walk out the door, come find you, put a stop to it, regardless of the harm to me. And that is truthfully a train of thought that I've had on more than one occasion. So, can I say I love her? Sure. Absolutely. Why not? That's, yeah. that's cool. We have well, not heard from, uh, from Chris over here. Uh, he has been unusually quiet. But I know Chris has some things uh, to say whether he knows he has them to say or not. Because of conversations that we've had. Just... On on GP uh, up here having a drink and a smoke. Best yeah. and worst. I think they're the exact same thing, and I won't get specific at all. About <laughs> and, and you don't have to. You don't so, have to. But I think both the best and the worst feeling in the world is unrequited love, mm -hmm. and I love that. It is the thrill of doing everything you can to win somebody over and the chase and. How much it just eats you up alive inside for there, the good of There you go. Uh, and it is the best, brutalist, most awesome, worst feeling in the entire <laughs> and world. Your adrenaline's at the biggest and highest it will ever be. I love the, it. The courtship. Yeah, love yeah, it. yeah. Yeah. I think, and being willing to, uh, and being more than willing to, to feel that way, you know, I think is when you. You kind of know that if this isn't love, it's definitely going in that road because, you know, you just, like you say, it's it's that willingness to be unselfish. And, you know, and, you know, I found over the, over the years that people tend to be more selfish than not. And, and not purposefully, they just kind of are. It's human nature. Yeah. We're Biologically predisposed. Yeah, and mm -hmm. but when you find you know somebody who's 
you know, when you're going through something and they're willing to just drop life to to do what is necessary to help you, you know, you find yourself in that place where you're like, oh, like you say, that that is what that is what love is, and then one day you realize, wow, I love this person because you 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 have either uh, consciously or unconsciously dropped life for them, or they've done it for you, and and uh, and uh, and that is a fairly amazing feeling when you when you when you really really recognize that that's what's going on, you know, and uh, so. You know, I definitely don't want to get uh, get uh, overly specifically overly specific or overly sentimental, but I know that has been what it has been for me. You know, I know when when I was married, you know, I realized that, and you know, over the years, you know, I, I used to have a lot of uh, uh, animosity, you know, toward the way that relationship went and the way it ended and. But, you know, now, uh, you know, I look back on it and realize that, you know, you know, she kind of didn't know any better. And, uh, and, and no, we didn't work. And it, it was for the best that it didn't work. But, you know, I know that at the end of the day, you know, she was not going to be willing to give up her life for anything that, I needed, and uh, I may have been willing, but it's got to be a two-way street if you're talking about, you know, you want to be with somebody, you know, and get over with them, you know, like, like you were saying, Dave, it's, it, it, that, that is really the prerequisite, you know, it's just like you're saying, you know, your wife's been, you know, with, with your mom, you know, for a couple of months, to you know, to help her, you know, be on demand, and you know that 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 somebody who not only loves you but loves everything that comes with you, and that's and you know that's a big package, you know, no matter who you are, and and, uh, and but but I also think that's what makes it wonderful, and, absolutely, and, and and all that, you know, you know I know you know Chris who is being uncharacteristic, uncharacteristically quiet. Um, you know, I know, uh, I know Chris talks a lot of shit, <laughs> but I also know Chris has a massive heart and, uh, for his friends or anybody that he really does love, he is willing to drop the world, uh, to step in and be there for them, you know, and, and that is real love, whether it's you know, your friends or, uh, you know, somebody that, at least at one point, you may have thought you were going to be with for the rest of your life, and, uh, and you know, and and it's painful when it's uh, unrequited, but that didn't make your love less real, you know, and and uh, and I and and I think that's kind of the beauty of love, you know. It's you know, even if it even if it is unrequited, you know, your love was real and. And that's and and you're the only one that can really know that, and uh, you know that's 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 kind of noble and kind of beautiful, I think. Should Mario? I think you missed your call. <laughs> what, what, <laughs> I think you should have been a psychoanalyst. Uh, 
Uh, it, you know, as often as, uh, as often as I get asked for advice from my friends, sometimes I'm thought that myself. <laughs> well, it's true. You, this is when you know you have great friends. When I had my stroke, first person at the hospital was Chris O'Connor. First person to sit there and gave up three days of his life plus more, much more, was Chris O'Connor. Yeah. So that's when you know good you friends. Are in a relationship. And well, you know what? Do I love him? Hell yes. And as a man, I don't mind saying that. If anybody has a problem with that, you can see me anytime you want to. My phone number is BR five four nine. No, it's eight one six five 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 five. Feel free to call anytime. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and never mind that person who answers the phone. They just don't know what they're talking about yeah. right now. <laughs> uh, so, uh, we've, uh, we had, Lane had to step away from the table and come back. Do you have any comments before we uh, end this segment? And, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I think he wholeheartedly agrees with uh, everybody on the panel. Yes, and we're going to leave it right there. Uh, uh, Big Day? You know me, I'm a storyteller. As the panel well knows. Uh, as the panel well knows. So, I have a story. Okay. <clears throat> Worst relationship. I hooked up with a Cajun queenie in New Orleans who had three young boys. And um, quite frankly, she was very sexually attractive and active. And my mother and father came down to meet her. In, her, in my father flew a plane at the time, and uh, my mother didn't really take to her. So okay. I hadn't seen Michelle in over six months. I met her when I was 18. Michelle's five years older than I am. So there was a lot of growing up in this period. I told my mother I was going to marry this Cajun Queenie. So she calls my wife-to-be up and says, you need to call David up and congratulate him. He's getting married. <laughs> in my mother's subtle, under the way things. Yeah. Oh, and gave it. her awesome. and gave her Elizabeth's number. Mm. So <clears throat> Elizabeth goes into full panic and actually gives her the number of the job I was doing in Mobile, Alabama at the time. So we get into the best relationship. Michelle calls me up in Mobile. And we get to talk, and then I say, Yeah, you know. This girl's got three three young boys, and they need a daddy, and I really like them a lot. You know, do you love her? I said, no, nah, I really don't love her, but I like the kids a lot. And then it goes on about five minutes later. I said, you know, I'm making a lot of money right now. We can have an affair. I'll fly up to Kansas City, and we can have an affair. Hmm. So that's 10 minutes into it. 15 minutes into it later, it was kind of like, okay, let's cut the bullshit. We have tried everything we can to get away from each other, both of us. She's lived with other men, I've lived with other women, and it just didn't work. And we need to get married. And that became, oh, I think it was about a year and a half later, two years later, we finally got married. So there, there's the best and the worst, because mother knows best. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. You know, I, you know, the one thing I can say is, you know, I definitely can't say that I'm 100% sure that I think that, you know, that your parents know best about your relationships, partly because of what we were talking about earlier. And, you know, you don't start talking until there's problems. 
but so then they're colored with you know whatever the problems are versus but I will say one thing my ex-wife my father God rest him uh, my uh, it's, a, it's a song out right now uh, it's a Justin Bieber song where he goes you know uh, you know my mama you know doesn't like you and she likes everyone <laughs> well that was my dad he liked everyone uh, but I remember one time, uh, one time my ex, she invited my folks over to, uh, it just, she just invited them over. It was Saturday. And um, so they came over. She invited them. They came over. It was around noon, maybe one, maybe. And, uh, and she's in the kitchen and she's like chopping up stuff. And, um, and she's talking and chopping, talking and chopping. And after a while, um, you know, my folks are like kind of looking at me and asking me, like, you know, like, you know, when when are we eating? Because they were thinking we were going to have lunch, and uh, and uh, and so then eventually one of them actually said it out loud, and uh, and she goes, yeah, yeah, I'm just I'm getting ready, getting stuff ready for dinner, yeah. and and so then I think we were all aghast <laughs> that she, she was basically preparing food in front of them and, and had no intention of giving them lunch. And uh, and I wound up running to the grocery store and buying like some frozen pizzas or something just to, you know, have something uh, to eat. And so they came, you know, so we ate and they visited for a while. And then as as my dad was leaving, you know, uh, Pop, like I said, Pop was, Pop was a great guy, super even, killed spirit. And, and he just uh, politely said, uh, it's not the one, son. <laughs> it's not the one. <laughs> and uh, and I and that stuck because dad was not the one to get involved mm -hmm. or say anything about relationships. But I just didn't want to get cut out of the will. Yeah, she <laughs> <laughs> I've got a story on that end. Uh, ben again. Um, whenever I finally brought Carolyn home, uh, First of all, Carolyn had never been to a small town in Missouri, ever. As we're driving... What town is that? Chillicothe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Lord. From New York to... Chillicothe. Chillicothe. Yeah. yeah. I'm talking, she's driving, she's driving <laughs> me to Chillicothe. She'd never physically seen a cow before. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah, Maybe we have to Maybe New Jersey. In, in pictures. I've seen some cows. And, and like, you know... Yeah, yeah but there have are you a been lot been of cows. Jersey Shore? There's tons of cows. Yeah. So, <laughs> so my dad and their names are but oh but, sorry you're Snooky. Snooky. took her back she she you know we, we got her into my my home my parents home uh and she came in and they engaged her and carolyn just being carolyn just talking you know mm -hmm. And, you know, for about an hour, they, they all talked, you know, and I sat there and just listened. And uh, about an hour after that, um, in the kitchen area, and uh, my father leans, you know, sort of close to me and he goes, you better keep her. And that was the first time my father ever said anything of like to me out of any of my girlfriends that I've ever had. Yeah, yeah. And that's advice that I still keep to this very day. That's a very cool thing. That is that's a very cool story. Especially in chill coffee. That's yeah. A, that's a quite a cool story. Well, I have a ton of respect for my father. He's 
an incredibly intelligent person. Um, I love him to death. So, oh, I, we're I, talking I, within two hours of meeting Carolyn. He, like, uh, hold this one on. Hold on. All right, so <laughs> yeah. I get to finish this up on this whole segment. This is Dave about a parent's story. My parents met my wife to be, loved her, of course, everybody did. And we got married. And after we had grown apart, we lived together for, you know, basically we're separated for a year. We decided it was time to tell our parents. When we told her parents, her father threatened to kill me, which I expected happened. And I said, okay, let's go because uh, <laughs> yeah. walk out in the front yard and you'll kick my ass, Bill, because you're a big man. Okay. And we went down to, but I have to tell you about my parents. Went down to our hometown for, they had a big cookout, so we went down. We thought, well, this might be a good time to just tell mom and dad that we're going to get a divorce. I went down and we sat there and we had a good time together. We drank, we ate, just had a great time. Whatever I told my dad, you know, my dad could go, eh, yeah, okay. I went and told my mom, and my mom is, I swear to God, you guys, this is the last words I remember her saying that day was, are you queer or something? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Mom, and I remember telling her, I said, well, Mom, if I am, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> but was that, so that's the last, parent, that's the last word we have on relationship. <laughs> Love it. Uh, normally, uh, at, this, uh, at this part of the podcast, we would play the shuffle um, and... You know what? I think we still will. Um, but uh, our, the, our last podcast, we played the shuffle, and uh, the uh, copyright restrictions were so heavy on uh, the artist that we uh, shuffled because we shuffled uh, our favorite Prince songs in memory of uh, the artist uh, as known as Prince. And uh, But we couldn't uh, post the podcast because... Uh, the copyright restrictions were so heavy that uh, they wouldn't let it uh, be posted. So uh, that was the first time that had ever happened. So um, I think it's due to the estate of Prince being uh, such a probably in such flux that uh, yeah. So I actually had to cut the shuffle uh, off in order to uh, post podcasts at all. Can, can we sing them? Uh, so so uh, actually oh, that actually that actually was a thought that I had uh, <laughs> that that, uh, that uh, we would uh, that we, we may uh, we may sing them. Uh, actually had a really funny uh, uh, idea the other day. Um, uh, the other day when we were in the car, um, uh, and that we would, uh, we would do, uh, dramatic readings of, uh, of these song lyrics, uh, because, uh, that just sounded really hilarious. A little prose. Especially, uh, with some of the, <laughs> some of the shuffles <laughs> that we wind up getting. I like uh, big butts. I cannot, and I lie. cannot lie. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we were we were testing it with bitch, but I have my money. Uh, uh, yes, that is uh, Rihanna's uh, bitch, but I have my money, uh, uh, as spoken in prose, which was just hilarious. I think we were in the car in tears <laughs> doing that. Um, so um, well, I think what we will do uh, is we will go ahead and we will do the shuffle um, and. Uh, if we have to cut it, we will, but uh, I'm really hoping that we don't. 
uh, and if it seems like that's becoming an issue over time, uh, we will start having dramatic readings mm -hmm. of, uh, of these songs because uh, that would be really funny. Um, and we are going to start with who seems ready. Well, I thought I was, but I'm not. The anonymous female looks ready. And so we will go with the anonymous female shuffle first. I know exactly who this is. This is uh, Justin Timberlake from the, uh, from the, I keep wanting to say the Sexy Back album, but that is actually not the name of the album. It is the uh, Future, Future Sex. Sex Love Sounds album. Mm. Um, and uh, and uh, one of, it's funny. It's called uh, Losing My Way. Yes, it was funny because that song, that album is full of singles. Um, basically completely full of singles and one of the few songs that didn't become a single was Losing My Way but he still uh, actually performs a pretty uh, fairly dramatic version of that in concert um, and I only know that because uh, uh, we've uh, well not even a weave I, I spotted it and, uh, and hurry up and bought it because I thought it would be very entertaining the Future Sex Love show on DVD, which uh, turned out to be uh, an incredible concert, actually. And uh, and uh, that was the anonymous female playing Justin Timberlake's Losing My Way. Chris, where we got? This just popped up on my Spotify the other day. And I thought, oh, that's kind of weird. It's from the soundtrack of Much Ado About Nothing, which, you know, obviously it's a Shakespearean play. Mm -hmm. But what the guy did, Joss Whedon, actually took a Shakespearean sonnet from from the play and put it to words. And I thought, oh, that's really pretty. Joss Whedon is the name of the guy. Josh Whedon? Joss. Joss. J-O-S-S. Yeah, he's, he's a prolific oh, I know. Uh, producer. Okay. Yeah, so he scored the entire film, but uh, that was a By story. the way, nobody's actually watched the whole first season of, oh, the only season of Firefly. They <laughs> absolutely should. Yes. Yeah, Joss Whedon production is fantastic. Yeah. But he does amazing stuff. He's a multi-talented person, and that it was yeah, a lovely very song. Talented. Yeah. Oh, we have. Alright, since we had to talk about relationships, I never actually proposed to my wife, I just told her we were getting married. So, 
on her 60th birthday, I rented out to Bob down there in Westport. And I got down on my knees and uh, I basically sang this song to her. Leon hmm. Russell. That time of Louisiana day was good for you. <laughs> I got to figure out how to turn the dang thing off. <laughs> Should have tried to get mine to turn on. Problem I always have to. Lame. I can't get it to go right now. It's just sitting there looking at me. I was making yeah, a one. sexual club. I do. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, given the, with all this talk about introducing significant others to parents, I figured I'd play this by the Bloodhound Gang. Uh. <laughs> well, you ain't had mine. <laughs> Do I want to know the name of that? Ballad of Chasey Lane. Alright. Yeah, I've heard that song before. Ben? Jose Gonzalez, Heartbeats cover from The Knife. Sometimes, so just keep going. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah, go with Brian. Oh, are you ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. jump in. Said you ready? Oh no, go I, ahead. I, I wasn't prepared. Uh, well, I I can jump in uh, while uh, Brian and Carolyn are looking for their songs, and I think I will jump in with. Um, let see. Am I like the only one that actually shuffle shuffles? Like whatever comes up just comes up. Yeah. I need to actually prepare a shuffle playlist yeah. so that everything that is on that playlist is something that I actually want everybody to hear. Oh. 
Oh yeah, mine. I, I need to quit. Doing mine, that. You are, are, um, mine are a Christmas song could potentially pop up. <laughs> 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 All right, so Brian, I think is ready. All right. It's always that one song on your song. <laughs> so this is a keepsake by State Radio. discovered this song recently. I've heard of this artist. I didn't really know who they were. They've been around since the 90s. It was fair. But I, uh, I listened yeah. to the song and I was like, wow, that's pretty awesome. And I can't necessarily relate to everything, but I can... It's called Divorce Song. It's called what? Divorce Song. Mm. Okay. It's very happy. It's not. It's not. It's not. <laughs> A lot of upbeat songs tend to do that. Nina Simone, for those of you that don't know. Uh, 
man. Yeah. That's a great record. Just so good. <laughs> That's a great record. Yeah. All right, and I guess that leaves me, and I'm going to... Uh, I was thinking that I was going to uh, do something very relationshipy uh, with with uh, my shuffle, but I think uh, what I'm going to do is uh, because everybody has actually had uh, fairly uh, deep relationshipy songs, uh, I'm going to do something not deep or relationshipy. The reason that some relationships get started in the first place. Oh yeah. Ah, come on. <laughs> Are you serious right now? Anyway. Blame <laughs> that, it on the alcohol. That was, of course, blame it on the alcohol. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Great end. Was, Wait a minute. That was actually, that was actually uh, a perfect end <laughs> to, to this uh, episode of the Law Party Podcast. I want to think. Really? <laughs> and now it doesn't want to stop playing. So we let it play for a second. Yeah. <laughs> good night. Back now, we should get to cut out the real. <laughs> so, with that, uh, we're going to end this session of the Law Party Podcast. I want to thank everybody for uh, tuning in and listening. Uh, and uh, we may do this again because it seemed like uh, the uh, relationship talk was uh, very fertile and there's only another 40 or 50 uh, directions we can go um, that we didn't get a chance to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I will end this podcast with the toast that kind of started it all for me. And that is yeah. to good times with good people. Yeah. Hey.